In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 232nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to take a look at this week's opponent, the Las Vegas Raiders. They're coming to town 6-4, and four, looking like a playoff team, coming off a tough loss to the Kansas City Chiefs where they had the lead late. They had beat the Chiefs earlier this season in Kansas City. So we're going to go over their offense, defense, uh, look at some of the overall stats. We're going to hear from Coach Raheem Morris and Coach John Gruden, courtesy of the Raiders PR and uh, video uh, cast he uh, spoke on Monday. So uh, that'll be what we'll do here today. Uh, we appreciate you all following us on Twitter at AJC. Uh, subscribing and bookmarking your Falcons coverage on AJC.com and uh, also on our Facebook page, Atlanta Falcons News Now. Let's get right to it. Raiders are coming to town being led by quarterback Derek Carr, who's improved immensely under the tutelage of Coach John Gruden. He has completed 219 passes, uh, 219 of 314 attempts. 2,439 yards and a 19 to 3 touchdown to interception ratio. 108.7 is his passer rating. Now they lean heavily on two other uh, weapons. One we know here, uh, Darren Waller, the tight end from North Cobb High and Georgia Tech. Uh, do yourself a favor. Kid's been through some tough times, but uh, is on top right now. Uh, go read the story by Steve Hummer. He wrote last year. He played ball with uh, with Wilder's dad, and they've been following him and helping him for a while. Uh, but, yeah, go read that. He had a tough time early in the league, uh, some drug uh, issues, but he's cleared that up and now a pro bowler in the National Football League. The other big weapon is Josh Jacobs. 199 carries for 755 yards and nine rushing touchdowns. Uh, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar, formerly of the Eagles, he uh, has reborn, been reborn out in uh, Las Vegas in the desert. 24 catches, 443 yards and six touchdowns. You know he had speed coming out of USC. It just just didn't work for him in uh, Philly. Uh, you know last year. Uh, <sighs> The Falcons had rallied back. They hit him on the sideline. He was steaming up the field. Looked like a touchdown, but he dropped it. And that was his story in Philly. So he's revived himself in Las Vegas. Now, the defense, uh, you know, they kind of cost him a Chiefs game. uh, Looked real bad. Our guy Jonathan Abrams, you know, he didn't come off as a, a good character when they were on hard knocks and, uh, heard some stories about him at University of Georgia, and then he transferred to Mississippi State. 
uh, you know, kind of comes off as a jerk sometimes. Uh, he did on the show, and is playing like that sometimes, getting unnecessary roughness calls and so forth. So keep an eye out for Abram. He has 57 tackles, though, one interception and four quarterback hits. Uh, the the uh, Raiders, you know, known for penalties forever. They got 70. I didn't get to see where that all ranked. But up front, um, Max Crosby is their their guy. He'll be going against Jake Matthews um, most of the day. Uh, they were sending him up the middle a lot against the Chiefs uh, to try to throw Mahomes off. But he has six sacks. Uh, Max Crosby. So hey, we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna go and uh, hear from Coach Morris. And then we got a couple. Uh, we got a minute. And um, 32 from Coach Morris, minute 22 from Coach Gruden, and 131. So let's go to Coach uh, Raheem Morris here on John Gruden. He hired him at the age of 26 to be his defensive quality control coach in Tampa Bay in 2002, and they went on to win the Super Bowl that year. relationship with John Gruden and here here's goals uh, we'll go straight to John Gruden well it's Matt Ryan Julio Jones and Raheem Morris a guy that I have uh, a lot of history with uh, I know he's going to have his team ready to play he wants that head coaching job he might just uh, darn sure deserve it the way that I know him and the way this team is playing they're flying around um, they got a lot of talent you know this team was recently in the Super Bowl they had a tough start they lost some games in head-scratching fashion, but they're still playing hard, and, and they're still a formidable opponent. we got to get ready for them. Hey, John, both uh, you and Mike Mayock in the offseason have talked about, uh, you know, building your roster to compete with the Chiefs. Eight quarters with them where there was very little to separate the two teams. I mean, how, how do you assess the progress that you've made? Uh, you know, obviously we we uh, we don't measure. 
measure the progress just in one-on-one -on -one competition with the Chiefs. We, we do uh, feel like we're getting better. I'm excited about that. We were missing a lot of, uh, a lot of our well-known players last night, some of the best guys that we counted on to be big-time performers in this series. Uh, all I know is we're getting a lot of contributions from a lot of people. Our quarterback is playing at a supreme level. And um, we just got to keep getting better, keep pounding wood, keep, keep throwing logs on the fire, keep working. All right, that was Coach Gruden talking about the Falcons and uh, Raheem Morris and him deserving the job. He knows he's going to have him ready, he says. Um, let's go to, um, let's look at the uh, overall stats here of both teams, compare that, and then we'll close up. We'll get some more Gruden here. And then, um, you know, I promised you all I uh, wanted to um, wanted to let things settle on the death of uh, ESPN reporter Von McClure. Uh, and I'll share a couple of things uh, with you at the end. Uh, you know, there are a couple scholarships in his honor at uh, his high school and uh, uh, college. So we'll, we'll share that with you here later. Tell you a couple stories and, uh, you know, Mike Wilbon uh, and some of the guys, we all had a, a Zoom meeting and, uh, uh, you know, just to talk about Vaughn. So I'll share some of that with you all today. But the Vegas Raiders, 6-4. and four, uh they are um they're scoring at a high clip eight and uh they're using the run game they got uh you know josh jacobs is leading the way there and uh let me see who that um booker's the other back i, I moved off of that page uh, let me see if i can call it up here but yeah they are they are going to try to run the ball and then they'll throw off of the run with waller and aguilar as the um you know key key receiver so they are uh, get the sound down yeah they are uh, eighth in points uh, 14th in total yards 369.4 passing 235.2 a game that's 20th uh, seventh running they're going to try to run the ball 134.2 uh, they're going to test the Falcons run defense which the Falcons uh, run defense is uh, ninth in the league at 106 0.5 yards a, a game, okay, and against the pass defense, the pass defense is giving it giving up uh, 300 a game now. That's going down, but it's still 31st in the league. So you got the 20th, yeah, that's 10 spots. They'll have advantage there. Um, the run game, the good run game against the good run defense will be the test there. Uh, overall yards, the Falcons are still giving up 406.8, which is 29th. And the points are or uh, twenty-seven five at twenty-five. Uh, now, offensively, the Falcons should have an advantage. Uh, they're sixteenth in points, twenty-five point two. Uh, ninth total yards, three eighty-one point nine. Second in passing, two eighty point six. Even after last week's uh, two thirty-two game, they are one hundred one point three rushing twenty third in the league so the Raiders uh, defensive numbers are all bad they had a horrible start to the season and Dirk Cutter said hey just look at the last four games so he said over over the last month they've been really getting at it and their numbers are kind of out of whack so the points 26 is you know uh 27.6 that's 26 in the league 385.8 that's 23rd uh passing 
273.628 pass defense. So, so hey, the Falcons might be able to get back on track. But um, uh, the run is 112.2, which is 12. Now, neither teams turn it over, both for plus one and tied for 12th in the league. Uh, and um, time of possession, the Chiefs are 31.51. Tied for six, and the Falcons at 31-17, uh, 10th in the league. So this will be their last game against the NFC South. Um, they have wins over the Saints and Carolina with a loss to Tampa Bay. Uh, this game's going to be broadcast by CVS. We'll have Kevin Harlan, uh, Trent Green, and uh, Amanda Balionis on the sidelines there. So just looking at the Falcons, uh, turnover takeaway chart they had seven interceptions and four fumbles and uh they thrown seven and have lost three so that's 10 and 11 on on top of each other uh and you know we don't know if julio jones is gonna play this week that's the injury watch uh he's caught 44 56 passes for 677 and three touchdowns we're gonna go to um some more from coach gruden then we'll come back and finish up uh, and give our, our tribute to ESPN uh, reporter Vaughn McClure. Uh, thanks to his cousin and some of our other uh, uh, sports writers around the country. Here's Coach Gruden. And me and Coach Gruden go back to the 90s. He was the wide receivers coach with the Packers from 92 to 94. Uh, saw him do a lot of great work with Robert Brooks. Robert Brooks, he developed him. And, uh, you know, he had Sterling Sharp there, so, you know, they had to get somebody on the other side, and he did a great job with Brooks back in the day. You know, of course, that staff was loaded. He was the receivers coach. Andy Reid was the tight ends coach. Uh, uh, Steve Mariucci was the quarterback's coach. And, you know, they all, Ray Rhodes was the defensive coordinator, and I think all four of them went on to be head coaches. Uh, Sherman Lewis was the OC. He didn't get a head coaching job, but a lot of interviews uh, so, yeah, that was one heck of a staff back in the 90s. So, uh, normally be looking forward to seeing Coach Gruden and saying hello to him, but I guess we'll just do that on the conference call tomorrow. But here he is, uh, our other clip here from their media session on Monday in Las Vegas. Enough on defense, and we can uh, make a lot of excuses and legitimate excuses for that. We're missing some key players. We have a young secondary. We have guys that didn't practice. We played the world champions coming off a of bye week. We can make all kind of excuses, but we, we, I say we, me included, we gave up 36 first downs, and we didn't get it done. We got to play a lot better because Atlanta, uh, the team we're about to play, is uh, capable of doing the same thing. They're very talented. John, obviously so much was made about year three with you and Derek, uh, rightfully so. Are there things that we don't see on a daily basis of what has allowed him now to kind of propel to this kind of season that maybe we don't see beyond just his comfort with you? I think he's played good since I've been here. You know, we've improved the supporting cast, honestly. And, um, you know, I don't care who you are, what quarterback or what team you play for, the better you block, the better you run the ball, the better your receivers are, the better you're going to perform. I think it's just a combination of uh, him being able to put up with me some of my um, craziness. He's more tolerant now probably, but he's also uh, a great quarterback. He always has been, and the supporting cast is better. Coach, 
There it is, Coach Gruden discussing Derek Carr and the Falcons, not in in that in the reverse order here. So, um, yeah, one other thing before we go on to Vaughn, the um, just you know following some of the old Falcons. Uh, shout out to Corey Peters. Hope you get well soon. Uh, he's out in Arizona, got hurt this year. Man, uh, the Coach Quinn staff got rid of him and been trying to replace him ever since. He went on to do do good out in Arizona and keep playing. I think he's uh, approaching a 10-year veteran status now. Um, Austin Hooper and Cleveland, they're winning, 7-3. and three. Campbell's uh, helping. Uh, I think I saw him with an injury too, but I think he's doing okay. And then we saw Vic Beasley and Tack get picked up by the Raiders. This is the third team for Tack. Um Maybe the best place was for him here, but, uh, you know, he keeps flunking the physicals he did in uh, San Francisco and Cincinnati, so the Raiders are gonna, must be willing to pass him, or um, we'll see how that goes, but good luck for, for him. But, yeah, you know, as you all know, earlier this year, ESPN reporter Von McClure passed away. Uh, you know, we developed a friendship over time. Uh, I certainly had good fun with him, and we, were, um, we had a uh, conference call uh, Zoom call with uh, writers from around the country, uh, his friends, uh, uh, Calvin Watkins down in Dallas, Terrence Harris down in Houston, uh, Cleveland guy, and, you know, Mike Wilbon joined us. I know him from PTI. Um, Arthur Trish, formerly of the Hawks. Uh, a lot of the guys got on and everybody uh, went around the room. And, you know, Clarence Hill uh, down in uh, Fort Worth, Dallas, so just went around the room for an hour or so telling uh, Bond stories. Uh, and then they had the memorial service for him in Chicago. We talked about, uh, you know, he liked to go to Whole Foods. And he, uh, you know, he liked to go there. And uh, he found that as a, you know, good place to meet women. He was single. So, you know, hey, that's what single people do. He said, if they're at Whole Foods, they're healthy. So, so we shared stories about the. Uh, Whole Foods and uh, and so forth. Uh, also, um, you know, Terrence and him worked together at, at uh, the uh, Soft Bend paper, and they talked about sharing a room. And they went to the boss and uh, decided they, you know, tell him, "Hey, we don't need, we need, <laughs> we need to go ahead and spring for extra rooms." So sometimes you have to do what you got to do when you're uh, at a smaller paper. And uh, I just know we, uh, you know, we went out a couple times. We had a uh, dinner in Seattle the the week the Falcons stayed out there. So uh, that was good. We, away from the, the work, we also watched the tournament games up at uh, BW3s at Cumberland one year. We were there all, all day. And, uh, uh, you know, another time after OTAs, we went to uh one of the little places off of the perimeter where that cafe intermezzo is and stuff like that. So, you know, we would, you know, try to help each other while we're still competing, had a good relationship, uh, you know, and uh, so it was good to talk about him and, and uh, you know, his cousin, uh, letting everybody know about the arrangements and the um, funeral and so forth. So uh, it was a Zoom deal they could only have 25 people in i think will bond did go but uh yeah so you know be looking for the scholarship at uh, northern illinois if you want to donate to that and uh 
And also, I think there's a GoFundMe out there that's helping with a foundation that they're starting at his high school in the suburb, suburbs of Chicago. Maybe we'll get that name next time and have all that information for everybody. So with that, hey, we're going to get out of here. 232nd episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny one film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.